Welcome back to the Trip Podcast. I am Kiara. And I'm Ashlyn, y'all. Welcome back to another trip. Hey. How you feeling? I'm all right today. I'm all right. right. What type of energy you on? I'm I'm chill. I'm in... I'm in peace mode right now. You're in peace mode. Listen, we got a lot to talk about this week. We got a lot to talk about. Your celebrities, (sighs) they've been at it. They have been being canceled this week. I mean, hey, these social media, Twitter streets have been canceling people left and right. And guess what? They deserve it. (laughs) Every single one of them have been getting dragged. Every single person who deserves to be dragged is being dragged. I feel like. Oh, yeah. I feel like the the meek out here, they revealing themselves and they got to go. They got to go. Hey, if you out here, listen. Okay, so I guess we get right to the shit. So we ain't even lollygag today. We getting right to it. Right to it. Uh, which celebrity do you want to start with first? Actually, because you know you always get red or blue pill. Let's go ahead and get the get the big joke out of here. Let's go ahead and and get him on out out of here. The biggest one. <laughs> Let's get the big joke off. Before we go there, though, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. So last week, of course, in in our personal conversations outside of the podcast, mm-hmm. we talked about you know celebrities using their platform and speaking up. Uh, I noticed a lot this week with us even saying that last week, a lot of these corporations and celebrities have been, we've taken the focus off of police, police brutality, at least in my opinion, we've taken the focus off police brutality and all of those things and the protest to now talk about the celebrities and focusing on them. Uh, you know, all these companies have sent you how many emails this week? We stand with Black Lives 50 Matter. 50 million emails. <laughs> it's with every company community. I didn't subscribe to. We stand together. Togetherness. All for one and one for all. Three musketeers looking yeah. at us. Yeah. Okay, so with that being said, do you think that people are just hopping on the bandwagon just to donate of money? Of course, just like how it was with Pride. Everybody putting rainbow flags on their stuff. Hell yeah, happy Pride Month, they y'all. knew that it was bringing them some money. And so this is the same thing. And now people are like, oh no, oh my goodness, we got to show that we have a black staff. Who was it that I saw? Was it somebody at Twitter? It was, some, it was somebody at a big corporation, it might not have been Twitter, who resigned from their position and they asked that their position be filled with a black person oh it's the guy at reddit although oh reddit that's what it was yes and although i find that he's like a ceo or something and although i find that commendable why did it take this for people to start changing and so that's where it's fugazi to me because it's just like okay y'all know that black people was qualified prior to this y'all didn't have no black people on your staff you didn't have them in your ceo your management team yeah they might be on the sales level retail level but no, they not up in the big seats making decisions, and y'all cranking out stuff for that is with our culture. So it's just like, why why wasn't this the perspective? And it's it's really showing who's who out here, who who is sitting in these big wig chairs at these places. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of them are getting exposed, so that's why they feel like they have to, you know, before they get exposed, let me go ahead and try to save face. Yeah, because they may show some of our our uh, racial insensitivity in our company it might show that hey we're not as progressive as we claim to be yeah all these companies that's putting out these emails look at they they staff they 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 head staff management team i bet it's 
probably none or one black person. So it's just like, <sighs> they looking funny in a light. I'm sorry. If you're not a company who was not for, for black, if you are a company that was supporting Trump, if you are a company that was donating money to the Republican Party, if you are a, a company that was funding the police, then you can't tell me nothing right now. You can't. Because you looking funny in the light. You cannot say because three months ago, you were singing a different tune. Two months ago, one month ago, it was different. Oh, yeah. It was different. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, hmm, hmm. All money ain't good money. And that's what I'm going to say. That's my that's my overall blanket statement. All money ain't good money. I know these people are opening up their pockets, but they're opening up their pockets to save face. Yeah, because they're getting called out. Listen, <laughs> uh, I worked, and I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast because we usually don't get too personal. I worked at HR for five years, right? And all those little emails that they're sending out, I was the person sending them out for the companies, okay? <laughs> and... <laughs> And let me tell you something, just because a company can type up a pretty email, like I just said, I worked at five, uh, HR for five years and I was the person typing up those pretty nice emails mm-hmm. when the company fucked up or did something wrong or we don't want to really stand on the side. We throw out these BS emails, but that doesn't mean to just because they send out an email that that means that their organization changes. Okay. Every corporate job I've ever had, you know, who's at the top working, making all the decisions, white men, mm-hmm. white men. And guess who's at the bottom of the organization in your typical jobs that are filled by people that look like me and you? Mm-hmm. Black people. <laughs> so I do think it's kind of funny um, when we see stuff like this all of a sudden. I have seen so many emails over the past couple of days. I opened up. I actually, it's so funny before you came in because I really wasn't watching any TV today. But I turned on my TV and Amazon because I got a fire stick. <laughs> Amazon at the top of the home page on the fire stick they have. We stand with, you know, Black Lives Matter, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, it definitely feels disingenuous. Yeah, and because pandering. Black Lives Matter, that movement has been going on since Mike Brown. So where y'all been at? So where y'all been at? Exactly. Exactly. Where have y'all been at? And, and, and we want to definitely highlight, uh, organization you know look at the organization of these companies because the same company that uh, like i just said i worked at hr i was the person sending out those emails uh, look at the corporate structure and who's in the positions of power like you just said as well as look at just because they're donating money to this side does not mean that they're not donating money to the other side some mm-hmm. companies do both yeah. <laughs> let me make that very clear some companies yeah, do. do both a side note I was on Facebook this week and I was, I actually got this from someone else I was conversing with in the comments. You know, I love staying in the comments of shit, but this person I was conversing with said, isn't it funny that just two months ago, all of these corporations were about to literally <laughs> crash. <laughs> crash, crash and burn. They was crying. They, they was, can't play. They, they was broke and had no money. They didn't have nothing. They couldn't pay their employees. They couldn't do nothing. Not they a dime. They couldn't cook no food. All the food they had was going to go bad. Oh, my goodness. We need money. We can't pay our water bill. But Amazon now they can, cut, and... they can cut a billion dollar check. Quick, Excuse for Black me. Lives Matter. Excuse me. Where you print up all this money so fast? Excuse me. I was just broke. 
Or y'all using the money that oh, they gave y'all for the bailout, and then y'all y'all recycling that money. That's what it is. That's what it is, yo. That's exactly what it is. You know, we just we just uh, we just say forget it. Y'all excuse the fans. Sorry, it's hot as fuck in St. Louis. Uh, y'all just gonna have to hear that in the background. Anyway, um, <laughs> listen, these corporations are full of it. Look at again. Look at the organization, their structure, uh, what they actually do, and not what they say. Now, one, there are a few companies out there that we know that really stand for the movement and they're not just riding the bandwagon. Ben and Jerry's is one. I know they always been down for the cause. Um, I can't say many others outside of that one. <laughs> Maybe the black owned ones. That's about it. These other ones are definitely just jumping at the moment. Okay. And y'all need to be very aware because like mm-hmm. I said, their organization structure and how they actually treat their employees is also mm-hmm. something that you need to uh look at as and well. And on that note, I feel like all these companies feel like they could just say, Oh, we're gonna have diversity and inclusion training and that's and what the fuck that, is that? That no. And what is that? No. What is the I no. worked at HR for five years. No. Let me tell you, that is no. a pretty up term. It's some BS. What is what is diversity training? What <laughs> exactly. exactly is that? How to deal with black people in the workplace. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Oh my How goodness. to deal with niggas? How to deal with niggas. One on one. Look, all you niggas that's only working in the call center, <laughs> accounts receivable, uh, payable or receivable, which shows are interchangeable. Uh, what's the other yeah. departments that all the black people yeah, are usually but that, in? But that is. That's the how to deal and deal with your black coworkers. That's how it is. Right. So white care, and, and that's not that's not the solution to these problems. It's not the structure of these businesses are wrong. Even if you know you are in a place of, you know, let's let's say you were in a place of, of power at your job, and it's just like if if you are in a place of power and you white, and let let's say like you work in HR, they wouldn't be able to know the biases and the things that may go on in the other communities because they are in a position of power and they're only seeing what they see fit for whatever business they're seeing whatever for whatever their vision of success is right they're not seeing it any further than that right and so it's just like mm, what what is the solution though what is the solution put more black people in in these higher up chairs put put more black people in hr put more black people in the management team put more black people in like we are qualified why weren't we there in the first place because of discrimination mm-hmm. uh-huh yeah if i really wanted to get to talking today i really could expose a lot of stuff don't get me to start but i'm not going to today but i'm just saying it's all bs <laughs> and all of these companies are full of it and they're only just latching on to the money because they need your black dollars that's why they putting out these these emails again like i said it's not all of the companies because there are some out there that actually you know, stand with the movement and actually are about the shits, but be very aware of the vultures. Yeah. Speaking of a vulture, do you want to go to one of the biggest ones that's a vulture that's really uh pussy popping and, and shaking out here and, and backsliding? Or do you want to go to the other one that's uh who might be down in the streets, but he's still a pandering ass nigga? Which one do you want to choose first? Because they all been going at it this way. They all have. Let's go ahead and get Get Mr. West out the building. Mr. West is in the building. Okay. All right. We're going to go there. We'll get to the next option after we talk about him. So Kanye West. Well, let me start from the beginning. A lot of people on Twitter uh, and social media. Social media has been such a big tool this uh, these last couple of months. You know, it's showing us the real of what's really going on. 
Uh, I've been very active in watching my Twitter page because I'm getting the real tea. You can't really get the real tea on the news, so you got to go to Twitter, right, and get the real. Uh, so anyway, a lot of people on Twitter have been wanting to know why Kanye has been silent. You know, radio personality and hip-hop culture has been talking about it, people on social media. Uh, so finally, this week, he decided to donate $2 million uh, to a college, is it a college fund? Uh, he donated $2 million to the family, or he donated a accumulation of $2 million to the family, created a college fund for George Floyd's daughter, Breonna um, Taylor, Breonna Taylor, Amart Arbery, um, and he has distributed and allocated funds to each of those families, and he was out on the ground as well. Yes, Chicago. he actually joined a protest in Chicago this week mm -hmm. as well, too. Had his mask on, his hood up. Yeah. Not saying the word with the people. And all of a sudden, when that exploded on our timeline, I saw so many people totally forget the last three, four years of the nonsense that Kanye has been spewing about President Trump and slavery was a choice. And now we're clapping and commending this person. So let's have an in-depth conversation right now about it. What do you feel? Let's. Um, I first want to say, like, okay, I, I, of course, feel a couple ways about this. But I do want to first ask, in the event that he was informed over this time, not informed because he's a black man. So I know that he knows that this is wrong and this is unjust. And he's experienced firsthand um, the injustices that we have. Um, right. So he knows what's going on. So, um at what point do we stop allowing evolution? Well, that also can tie into... Um, because what if he feels differently than he did when he was... Right. You're right. Doing the most. That also ties into the companies that we were just discrediting and I was just talking a mm -hmm. bunch of shit about. Where, do, where, where is the growth? Where do you learn the lesson? And where do you say, hey, I'm, I'm going to change and do something different? For me to answer your question, since you did ask me, I think that it's all in the action, not your words. Um, so and he it's, put some action up. Say what now? I said he, he acted. He acted, but it's also into character. And it's also, uh, I say action because I need more action. You know what I mean? I don't need just this one time you do this. Well, this is one instance and he didn't just cover one person. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be devil's advocate here. Let me. Well, let me finish my uh, my thoughts mm -hmm. here. Uh, for me, for me, I need you to come out and say, I don't fuck with Trump like that because it's all one and the same to me. It, you need to be just if you're just as vocal about doing this at the protest you need to be just as vocal about the things that you have said in the past that also ties into why people are marching to but me do you not see that that's just my personal opinion but do you not see that his allyship could be beneficial well use your allyship and show me like i just said so call up Trump and make based, it happen. Then. I'm just going based off of what they're saying online. And he's saying that he said in some interview that he only put on the MAGA hat to get what he needed done. Where's the interview? I don't know. I'm just saying that online. No, so. I'm not. I'm, I'm not asking you specifically. Um, I'm talking in general. I saw those same tweets. I saw those people yeah. saying that online too. Oh, if that interview. 
I saw people online saying that, oh, he was acting like these. He never said it. Okay. It's people on Twitter that said that he said this. That's why I said, well, where's that interview? Then I need to see it yeah. out of his mouth. I'd like to see it. Um, but just going based off of that, if that is what he did, then okay. That's, I mean, listen, I understand that you do have to sometimes talk to people you don't want to talk to in order to get what you need accomplished. So there's talking, but there's a there's way talking there's talking. Let me finish. I'll let you finish. Cause yeah, I've been cutting you off. There's talking to someone and, and, and using someone that's on the opposite side of what you think to your advantage. And then there's doing what he did in the past. There's pandering and cooning that came along with it. So if, I mean, everybody doesn't, isn't going to respond and be receptive in the same way. Maybe he thought Very cooning true. was going to make it, a big spectacle enough for him to get what he needed done. Um, I'm going to say this. I'm appreciative that Kanye did something. Um, I do not feel like if he said anything, people would chop him down. If he says something, people would, people would deflect away from the action. And so I feel like him just acting and not saying anything was probably the best thing because put your money where your mouth is. I don't care what this says. I don't care what this is. Put your money where your mouth is. So I don't think that he he doesn't have to do anything else. He didn't have to give the two million. No, it's two million. Nice he body. doesn't. Nobody so has to. I yeah. feel like he, if that's the action that he wants to show, kudos to Kanye. Great that if he's connecting with those families in a positive way and really trying to embark on some change in, in his own way, then great. I do feel like he needs to, if he does not feel the same way about you know Maggie and what all that stuff is. Okay, he needs to possibly denounce that. But if that he was doing that for personal gain, all right. Obviously, we've seen he did it. He's done it for his taxes. He did it to get people out of jail. He's done it for his wife. So, I mean, he doesn't have to say anything. He's shown us that why he did it. So, I mean, it's just like if you were in that position, maybe you wouldn't do it the same way. But we've all had to cross a bridge and recross a bridge that we didn't want to cross. So, I'm not being a Kanye apologist. However, it's like, what do you want? Okay, we wanted him to support the black community, and then he does. And then it's like, okay, well, that's not enough. And it's just like, okay, is it Uchiwali or one mic? Like, okay, yeah, he might have been made an ass of himself, but so is Chris Brown. So is all these other motherfuckers who do stupid-ass shit out here. They all make a fool of themselves. And so at what point do we move forward and say, you know what? Okay, we're going to take you... For whatever action you're showing. And. Okay. We're going to try to follow you. Now if he does some other fuck shit. Okay. He's down. But if he's really trying to change. In a, a, in a grow in a different light. Can we not respect that? Because if he had said anything. We'd be all online. Like oh my goodness. What he said was stupid. Oh my goodness. What he said was stupid. Or whatever. People will be deflecting away from. What's going on. And talking about what he just said. Right or wrong. Rather than talking about these black lives. I ain't rocking with it. Nope. Mm -mm. I hear you. And you have uh, brought up some very good points. But no. I can't rock with it. Because he's done too... For just me personally. He's done too many things for attention in the past. That I haven't... I don't like. And it makes me think that this is another thing to make you get attention. That's how I look at it. But um, until he comes out and says... Hey, what I said in the past 
that was fucked up. I shouldn't have been saying that. Because we all, like you just said, we're all, ain't nobody perf- uh, perfect around here. We all mess up. But put a little, a uh, little more effort into changing the rhetoric by saying these things. But that's just me. But go ahead. Y'all love Kanye. Y'all look up to all these celebrities. Because all of the apologists, as soon as he did it, the media was so happy to share the post of him at the protest as well. So, but best of luck to Kanye. Best of luck, sir. What about Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan has um, put up some dollars too. Another one has been he's quiet. He's $100 million over 10 years. Um, which is awesome because... The black people who have given him the hundred million to give out. Yep. Um, he's just recycling it. Um, and I'm glad that you brought him up after Kanye. Ah, that's it was it's a because, method to my madness, baby. Because another he is one being called out mm-hmm. that has also been very vocal about the black community, very vocal about just different things. Even in his own coming up, just him being oh, an yeah. asshole, him just not this documentary really being, just aired about not all really this. being about the community and more just about what he he needed his side his his growth and engagement and all right. of the things. Um, I just feel like everybody is pandering. <laughs> what happened to your devil's advocate, Kiara? What do you mean? I just feel like everybody's pandering. However, I feel like it's always pandering. It's great that that Michael Jordan is able to to make that commitment of a hundred million mm-hmm. because the black community is one of the communities, probably the sole community that supports his shoes. So for sure, um, you know, I feel like to some to some degree he he should have been did this shit, but I feel like now everybody's motivated to do more because the spotlight is on them. Right. Spotlight is on brands. Spotlight right. is on celebrities. And they getting pressure. People, yeah. people are getting pressured. Because once, one, we in a pandemic and people broke the as rich. fuck. And now we're going through this racial injustice and now we got to eat the rich. Yep. Um, it's kind of like one of those gray areas, you know what I mean? Similar to what you just, what you said earlier is pretty much the situation. It's like, okay, well, we want them to do this and this is what we saying they should be doing. Then they do it. <laughs> How do you want it? You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like it depends on the messenger because i just it wouldn't sit right in my spirit me personally if i was a huge celebrity and i'm up here with maga and all this other stuff knowing what maga stands for Mm -hmm. but then i want to donate some money to police brutality when we got a president that just was inside it pretty much saying hey police shoot the protesters okay shoot them and i have a maga hat in my closet and been on camera with it it's it's just it's a, it's a lot it's a very layered conversation mm. but that's just ashlyn's thoughts because i mean if we can do that i mean we can go back to before donald trump was a president and him as a businessman people all these celebrities that you yeah. fuck with fucked with him you think they stopped fucking with him they all of a sudden you tried. They, you they think all, they privately stopped fucking with him? Right. No. Right. No, because the business deals, deals are still on the table. That money is still flowing in them back rooms. This so, is America, yeah. So at the end of the day, I would rather Kanye be upfront about it and say, I fuck with you 
than Jay-Z being in the back. Ooh. And I'm not specifically calling out Jay-Z, Ooh. but I'm just saying, all these motherfuckers, <laughs> Naomi Campbell, all these people who've been in this this Epstein book, people want to sweep that shit under yeah. the rug. People been doing back dealings with Trump for a long time. Oprah. But but Trump. So people been doing stuff with him a long time just because they don't publicly speak about yeah, him. Yeah, you're right. Because don't mean that they not doing back remember, business. Remember, black deals. culture did embrace Trump. Even yes. when he used to say that shit. I, I was just watching Fresh Prince earlier. They got that let on HBO Max. Let And he was just on. Now. He was on Bill there. Gates, Donald Trump, Trump. Let, let me in now. now. Snoop okay. Dogg. Snoop Dogg. All of okay. them. Okay. So it's just like. Yeah, yeah. Donald Trump had a, a, a presence before he was president. He was a respected businessman. Of course. And a lot of people in the music industry, in the business world, in the hotel world, and a lot of these different home, realty, all these places have dealings with him. Just because he president, they didn't denounce that. They just ain't publicly speaking on that shit. Some of them, yes, you're correct. People still doing, still got hit contracts with this nigga. Yeah. Still going to Trump Hotel. Still stay at Trump Hotel. Still all the celebrities that stay at Trump Hotel because they have a fucking... Business, they can yeah. stay there for free probably because they got a business deal get, with Trump, and you can get good rates at Trump Hotel now because everybody hate this motherfucker. So it's, just like, <laughs> so it's like, who's really for who out here? I would rather, I would rather Kanye do it in my face. No, I, if if I would rather be a racist, be to my, a racist to my face, and somebody back doing me, I would rather somebody let me know who they are up front, and they doing bad dealings in the back, and they saying they for me, and they really not. But that's the thing with Kanye. We don't know because he says one thing and then he's turning around and doing this. No. Yes. He Hold on. He didn't just do this yesterday. He did this a couple years ago. He did right. this last year. Right. Okay, so at what point do we allow people to evolve? Maybe he's he's had some alignment and had some no. self-time during COVID and said, you know what? I need to step up. And yes. he did. If he did, if he said something and didn't donate, the first thing that people online to be saying is open your pockets up. Why you ain't donating no money? But he donated were- some money. You dead if you do, dead if you don't. I, I'm agreeing with you in a nutshell, but I still can't rock dead with this. Dead if you do. No, and you don't have to rock with it. It's just that, it's just like. But I okay. do hear you. But it's this just like, we're a... ridiculing if he do, he do not say nothing. I wasn't. If he I says wasn't, something, but yeah. If he says something, the attention will be on what he said and not on the issues. I would rather him donate and shut the fuck up. Um, I yeah. would rather him donate and shut up. If he's doing work on the ground in Chicago, great. If he's helping out these families, great. If he's if he's using his his voice and his platform privately to do it, great. Because you don't need public recognition at the end of the day. If you really about what you say you about, then do it. I don't need to be on Instagram. I don't need to be on Facebook. I don't need to be on none of this shit saying I donated shit. Because if I did, then that means I'm worried about what people think about what I then what I think about the injustice. Yeah. Not really about doing the work. So I would rather him donate mm-hmm. than say anything. Mm-hmm. I can't rock with him. But this is this is definitely a layered conversation again. Like uh, I, I, don't, I, I still don't fuck with him, but I appreciate that he, he is doing his part. Oh, money ain't good money. Um, It's just so funny to me how people are so quick to just uh, be praising people. And we do this. And thing. I didn't praise him in what I said. No, 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 no. Oh. See, we both are taking it as we're talking about each other. I'm, we're talking about in general. Yeah, in general. Yeah, we're not saying you or me. I'm talking about what I see online, how quick people are so... People were so ready to be like, yes, back on Kanye's team because he did this. And I, 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 I just... I can't. I can't. Um, but again, like I said, we like discussion. I always like 
even if it's uh, different from my opinion. You know I love good, deep conversation all the time. But I still can't rock with it, sir. You keep doing what you're doing over there. Um, speaking of other pandering, and you brought up Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. That's my man's. That's my man, Sigur Kiara. That's, That's my, my man's. Hey, flip my wrist with all type of bands. Bands. Hey. They've been calling Hove out and the NFL this week. And you know why? Because Roger Goodell came out, who is the commissioner of the NFL, if you guys mm-hmm. don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't really walk mm-hmm. with football, but this is, as I've said many times on this podcast, this is a story that I've been following since it's been happening in 2016 yeah. with Mr. Colin Kaepernick. So Roger Goodell decided to come out and do a video. Actually, let me... Let me back up a little bit. Because the NFL been in a lot of shit this week. Mm-hmm. It all started with Drew Brees. Right? Drew Brees, y'all know he's the quarterback. All-American. Uh, he plays for the Saints. He came out and said that, you know, the flag. And he can't rock with anybody that disrespects the flag. They're, these motherfuckers are still on the flag shit. But... He can't rock with anybody that disrespects the flag. And if you disrespect this country, you know, I can't rock with you either. His grandfathers and all his fucking family, you know, they served in this country. The flag means Mm -hmm. a lot. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, And he put that out. And he got so much backlash right after that video had came out. His teammates, which we know. Why did they say anything? Why did he say anything? Why? Hey, man, it's a free country, right? It is. His teammates came out denouncing him and telling him why he was wrong. And he got a lot of media backlash about it. And so then he came out the next day and he wrote this long... I mean, he, he had a lot of HR statements. Man, his his HR team was working for him. They was typing all kinds of emails for him, I'm sure. But he came out and he retracted his statement, which he really didn't. Y'all can go read it. It's still up online. And he put the... You know, the black hand and the white hand in his apology, you know, shaking hands because white people always love to, to get the, the the hands. What is with them in the hands in the picture? Coronavirus is live, <laughs> live and well. Don't be touching nobody's hands. Niggas out here uh, with the hands, handshakes. So he put out this long post about how he was sorry and blah, blah, blah. This is after he got all the backlash. Then he also responded to Trump. Trump got into it and was like, you shouldn't apologize. Speak on how you feel. This is way too political, man. This is all touching up. To the president, this is crazy. The stuff that we're living into right now. So anyway, that kicked off the conversation and all the other football players, of course, after Drew said that and everybody else got on his ass, other football players in the league came out and started talking about, you know, injustices and standing with the black community. And then Roger Goodell came out this week and they he made a, a short video saying he pretty much... They, as the NFL, apologize for how they've been handling things uh, when it comes to Black Lives Matter uh, and not listening to the players who kneeled and we know exactly who he's talking about. But he didn't say his name. He didn't say Colin's name. He can't. And people been on his ass. They can't say his name? Probably not. Please. Hell no. They need and to. And they still paying that man. Hell no. They ain't paid out that settlement. The ink ain't dried on the check. You stupid. <laughs> the ink ain't dried on the yeah, check. Hell no, they can't. He can't they say his they, name. They make it right. You don't get. What is your saying that you always say to me? I'm going to mess it up. That's why I looked at you. <laughs> I don't know. I say a lot of things. You do. 
crap. You never win when you play dirty. <laughs> you never win when you play dirty. So a lot of people been on his ass and the NFL's ass. And then Jerry Jones, mm-hmm. one who uh, one of the owners that owns the Dallas Cowboys, okay. of course, came out. And we remember, if y'all don't remember, I'll refresh your memory here real quick. And then I'll let Kiera take it. And I'll be quiet. But Jerry Jones, back in 2016, he had a lot to say about Colin Kaepernick kneeling. And him not being forward. And if forward and <laughs> any player of his on his teams decide to kneel, you know what it is. The white man says, don't you naughty head niggas actually uh, kneel. So you better not. And then he changes his rhetoric too, uh, all of a sudden. So... What do you think of all this? And somehow Jay-Z is just in the background not saying shit. <laughs> so what you think? I'm <clears throat> in, in the spirit of how I feel about Kanye. I'm going to have the same feeling about the NFL. However, I feel like this is the end of two extremes. Colin was the peaceful protester, the ideal peaceful protester that they they that they're speaking of in these these days. Now that we fucking shit up, and I feel like now it's shown a new perspective of what peacefully protesting is and really standing because now they see that it's the other side and the other extreme to that where people are really out here busting the shit up. Yeah. So, um, I feel like. <clears throat> This has given a lot of people a different perspective. I feel like until shit was fucked up out here and people really down bad, and it's, it's, this is a perfect storm. We in a pandemic, so these businesses are already down bad. People was down bad. We're in a pandemic and so, epidemic. <laughs> and so then people looting and stealing and doing the most. I, I feel like this, is, this was the perfect storm for every, everything to come on down. Come on down. And the NFL is is not exempt from that. I don't rock with it either. Nope, 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 nope. This is exactly why Ashlyn can't stand football. Y'all have it. Y'all have it. What do you think about Jay Z being silent on all of this? Um, a lot I mean, of people been calling him we out. We know him and Beyonce are silent crusaders, and they be out here, you know, donating to get people out of jail, flying people jets, doing the most <laughs> in the back in the background. We always just see people talk about the donations that they that they give. Um, the reason why I asked that, I think you... that uh, let me a- let me answer you here. I think that Jay Z is being silent because now that he's affiliated with the NFL, anything that he says coming forward. If he was to speak on the behalf of the NFL, then it would be disingenuous to the NFL. If if he's to say something as Jay-Z, then he's deflecting from, again, like how I feel about Kanye. Like, he's deflecting from the issues. Shut the fuck up and put your money where the mouth is. Put your money where your mouth is. Open your fucking pockets. If you for the community, I don't give a fuck what you think. I, I'm sorry. I do not. I, if, you, if you feel a way and you black, I've heard Jay-Z speak about police brutality. Mm-hmm. I seen him go visit De Blasio. I seen all of yeah. those things. So ain't nothing shit that he could say different. Yeah. Ain't nothing shit that Kanye could say. It ain't nothing shit. Shut the fuck up, cause you can be ridiculed and put on the cross for whatever you say. If you really bought it, be out here in the streets. If you really bought it, donate some money. If you really bought it, give it to the or- to these organizations that's really creating change. If you really bought it, get people out of jail. I don't give a fuck what a celebrity has to say. If they speak it up, great. If they not, great. 
Because a lot of these people is just lame, lame asses with money. Honestly, truly. They don't have no opinion. They remove their blackness. Unfortunately, is underneath their richness and their wealth. So wealth comes first. They live in a different lifestyle than I do. Jay-Z lives a whole different lifestyle than I do. He, he ain't felt my pain in Ellis. Okay? He didn't have money for a long time. So it ain't nothing he can say to me. I know that he I know Jay-Z is as other culture. He still pride himself on being out here and doing all kind of stuff. But I know that his life is not like mine. None so it is nothing he can come up and say. And he can say, oh, back in, in 90, back in 98, this is how life was. Or back in 2000. You know, he can't say that. His life ain't mine. Kanye's life ain't mine. Ain't none of these celebrities' life mine. Then why do we care? That's why I keep, so, I, I've been saying this for it, years. Then, then why do we care we so care, much? If we didn't care about what celebrities thought, then it would be no, no none of this. It wouldn't be nothing. I don't, I so don't care what yes, they say. Is it a gift and a curse that we... that? that we I feel like people saying oh my goodness how do you idolize celebrities that's silly how do you you listen you love hip hop I don't idolize them no and I, and I wanna and I'm gonna put it down on a reduced level I don't no you don't I don't look at a celebrity like a guy however you enjoy somebody's music I do you enjoy JV's music you appreciate it on a level that that's different than all other artists because you like that artist and I'm, I'm picking out Jay Z specifically because I know you like him but so, I don't idolize him. Let me. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Say, I'm making it clear. I don't idolize again, him. Again. I'm not finish. saying that you're idolizing him. However, that's somebody that you appreciate. That's somebody. Joe Budden. You appreciate him talking about hip hop because you know he's skilled in hip hop. Right? You know that he has an experience in hip hop that he can give some wisdom and give a, a, give a perspective of hip hop because he's experienced it. I'm not saying that you idolize him. I'm saying that you appreciate his perspective because you know he know what the fuck he's talking about. You like Jay-Z's music because you know his music comes from a real space. So you enjoy whatever personal. You enjoy whatever they share with us. That's why people follow people on Instagram. That's why people follow people on Twitter. You want to know what they're like. Are they like me? Are they, do they think regular thoughts? Do they like ramen noodles? Do you, those, that stupid shit. It's not about idolizing them. It's about you caring about them as a person. You can't just shut that off just because, okay, I, I, I shouldn't idolize this person because they might say something stupid. You like these people. You follow celebrities on Twitter. If you, if you felt that way, then you wouldn't follow a single celebrity on Twitter. I will unfollow every no, but single it's not, one of them. No, but it's not about, <laughs> no, it's not about that. And that's I, not, I want you to hear the point. I, am that we, I hear everything you're that saying. We, that we, we can separate idolization. And you don't have to idolize and worship somebody, but you People can appreciate. Do, but you can appreciate an artist for being an artist in whatever respect that is. So I understand why people look for celebrities to say things because they have a platform that's beyond us. They have a platform that can speak to millions of people. So I, I get it on both sides. It's just if it's going to do more harm than good opening up your mouth during these times then don't it doesn't mean that you have to i feel like so, so many people are just saying stuff out of impulse right so many people are saying things because they feel like they have to so many people are saying we are hurting okay i don't know if i could come up i'm a regular ass motherfucker i don't know if i could come up with a statement and, and compile all my thoughts about how i feel right now in this moment 
So it might come out wrong. It might, I might say something stupid. I might say something insensitive. And that's not an excuse for nobody who didn't say nothing. Because all these people who didn't say some shit, they said some stupid ass shit. <laughs> we gonna get to plenty however, of them, trust me. However, it. I understand that what you say in right. these times are looked at under a magnifying glass. So anything could be taken wrong. So if you really about it, I'd rather you open your pockets and be real about it and shut the fuck up because it's about doing the work at the end of the day. I don't give a shit what you got to say on that other end. Because if you really about it, you out here doing the work. That's how we talk about Cole. We ain't heard Cole say a motherfucking thing, but we know Cole been out in them streets. Because it ain't about what I got to say. It ain't about what I think. I'm going to show you what I think. I'm about being out here by my people. I'm about supporting it in ways that I know how. And no, everybody don't have to open up their pocket. Do what, do in the ways that you can. I, I just feel like I, I, I agree with that last statement. Do, but it, other people on all people on Twitter and social media, yeah. they all be picking and choosing of what they want people to do. Of course, me personally, I say do what you feel you need to do. Yeah. I Ashlyn speaks for Ashlyn and Ashlyn only. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna sit here and criticize what somebody else does. You know, they calling out Kendrick, mm-hmm. be, which ties into what you just without why I was bringing up Jay Z because people have brought up this rhetoric a lot, and I, I've heard you also say it too. You guys want to do things quietly, but not be public with it, mm-hmm. you know, and they call, they're calling Kendrick out because like, well, he's giving us all this great black art to pimp a butterfly and all mm-hmm. and speaking on these social issues in his music. But yet and still, he hasn't said anything. Well, what the fuck? What y'all want? Okay. What you worry about what you doing. Okay. That's why I say forget mm-hmm. the celebrities. Yeah. I hear what y'all saying because we do support them and we do stream their music mm-hmm. and buy their music. But it's like, okay, well, what is it? Now we're now we're saying an individual should do what we want them to do. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's a very, again, it's a very layered conversation. I feel like people should do what they feel. Um, we haven't had a passionate episode like this where we disagree so much in a while. I love it. <laughs> um, but it's good conversation nonetheless. Of course. Um, hey, man. If I had a hundred million dollars, I sure would give it all up. Get here, take it. I give it to every single person that has suffered, unfortunately, in these injustice situations. But I can't. So all I can do is just have my platform here, speak on it, go to protest, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, man, this we living in some serious, serious, serious times right now, and every yeah. little bit, every little bit counts, I guess. Right? Every little bit counts. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get on to some motherfuckery. Now, unless you got more to say. Trina. Uh, Trina. Man, Trina Trina. was loud and wrong for no reason. She was on her radio show with Trick Daddy. She was being loud and wrong for no reason. Amen. She was, okay, so she was on her radio show. Her and Trick Daddy, I don't know why they even gave these two motherfuckers a radio show. But whatever, you know, that's not for me to judge. But they are on uh, Miami on the radio in the morning out there. And um, there was a lot of looting, of course, and rioting after the protest this week. And they were, of course, discussing it. 
because of course they have a platform on the radio yeah and this is an election year we can't bypass these things we have to talk about them um and she pretty much got on the radio and was talking about the curfew should be earlier than what it was set and how the people that were looting and rioting are animals um and they the police should do what they should do to them and um she also talked about one of her her friend's businesses getting burned down and or i don't think the business got burned down but they looted the business um and she pretty much was saying some really dangerous things and then of course trick daddy kept telling her on the radio you should you should watch i was surprised that trick daddy was like of all people right (laughs) was like trina trina you might want to listen to what you're saying like these people this has got insurance like you know like trina i got the finger i got the finger licking over here trina was like talking about her friend's business that got looted sis are you giving money to your friend yes or no yeah, you, yes or no? Give it yes to her or then. no? You say your friend ain't got money like you? Okay, open your pockets up, sis. <laughs> right. Open your. If you that concerned and that hyped up and that bad, open your pockets up, sis. Your friend ain't got money. You do. What's up? Your friend ain't got money for insurance. No, like she said. Oh, no, I'm, 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 my friend ain't got money like that. No, I'm. I'm being probably not. I'm being facetious. Like probably you. not. <laughs> you out here ain't got no insurance. Probably not. Oh man. Yeah, she really shouldn't have said that. And then they were trying to correct her on Twitter afterwards when the words went viral. And she tried to. She was, and she was fighting back was, with them instead of hearing it. She was fighting at first. At first, she was fighting. She and was then, fighting that whole morning. And then she went down. After the, after, after, after 12, it was like, <laughs> like the decline had went down. Like <laughs> It was it's over from there. Like she was like, okay, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. I got you it. know what happened, right? You know what happened, right? Them, them corporations start calling her ass like, bitch, you better straighten up and say <laughs> sorry. they are in our bitches heavy. Before we cut this check and cut this show, you and trick, bitch. I don't care. <laughs> you was back to loving hip-hop, you go. Shit, back to loving, back to moaning, you go, bitch. <laughs> and then the next day she got on the radio, pussy popping and and, and, and backsliding. But she was she was singing, uh, I told y'all last week, uh, Kurt, uh, not Kurt. Fred Hammond got all the backslider songs. She was she was up there singing. Yeah, she there was. is no weapon <laughs> for me. But she was just down me. at the Walmart like a month ago, gearing fight somebody. So I just do a not white understand. lady for calling her a nigger. I just don't understand why Trina didn't understand the turn that. Because, like you just said earlier, uh, a lot of these celebrities, which is why we shouldn't idolize them i know that's probably the wrong word to use but idolize is definitely a word to use (laughs) we shouldn't idolize them and think that they think the same they think the same way as you and Mm -hmm. i because they do not some of them do and we should applaud the ones that do but the ones that don't we know where they stand the trinas the little waynes the you know all these other Mm -hmm. motherfuckers that have come out and said stuff that isn't for the movement you know what i mean now, she could have said something like, yo, I don't necessarily agree with the looting and the rioting, but I understand or something like that and just kept it like that. And to go on and say they animals, like, sis, these same people you call animals are the same people that watch you on Love & Hip Hop. You know that, right? Like, these are your, your, these are your audience. This is your audience. This is your audience. So you want to be really careful of your words. And even being me being on this podcast has taught me to use specific words on your platform because if you say the wrong shit and it go viral, they on your asses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they on your ass. And that's what they was on. They was on her ass. And they tried to tell her on Twitter too. And she kept on fighting back. But she's always quick to fight. 
and 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 disagree. Yeah, she is. She will be kind of hyping. I can't wait to see Kaya drag her on Monday. She already uh did a little bit on her YouTube. A little bit. Just she a got her, bit. she got a show on Monday, so she gonna, <laughs> she gonna uh, probably put she her was on going back and forth with Bobby Life. They was calling her out because she was doing some bad shit too. Oh Lord, calling him words that I'm not gonna say because mm-hmm. it's sexuality. But she don't have no problem saying them words. She say it. Oh, she yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she she be. She, I said I was gonna say, but she yeah, really she be said going it. hard. She, she be goes going hard on hard. Bobby. She be going hard on. She Bobby. does. She, she does. go hard on Trina too. She been going hard on Trina since like ninety six. She be Trina the baddest, bass, the baddest bass in how I be crying. <laughs> she she goes hard a lot, but she really has a lot of energy and time for for Trina. She, so apparently. Wayne cheated on Trina with her. I have heard that story too. And yes. so that's where the I didn't I, I knew that they like messed with Wayne at the same time, but I didn't know like Wayne cheated on Trina with her. So that's why it's a problem. Uh this nigga is with somebody else and they uh, holding this animosity for each other. Yeah, Actually for years. Two, yeah, them two might need to fight. They might. Because Kaya stay on her neck. <laughs> she been on her neck for thirty years. It's funny because they both in Miami, and it's like I know y'all see each other some places, and y'all don't turn up on each other. Kaya, I thought Kaya living in Atlanta. Oh, do she? Oh, okay, she I might. Thought. She might. You know what? Yes, she does. Because <laughs> when her and Funky Donnie was into it, they was in Atlanta. Okay, okay, okay. All right. He ain't got into it with everybody. But I know Kaya's from Miami too. Of course, yeah. of course, yeah. Three oh five, you know. <laughs> I don't know, man, but these celebrities, they've been getting dragged left and right, yo. <laughs> y'all been, yeah. y'all done had nothing but time. Yeah. You know, another thing I want to talk about too real quick, and we talked about this a little bit on the other episode that we're going to put out this week. What do you think about all these videos of all these police officers dancing with the, the, the protesters and cha-cha slides and, you know, what do you think about all that shit? <laughs> Her face. If y'all can see Kiara's face looking at me right now. Say that shit. Say that shit. I don't want to see nobody doing a Macarena. I don't want to see nobody. Hey, Macarena, electric slide. I don't want to see none of you motherfuckers. <laughs> I, stop killing us. <laughs> bitch. bitch. It's that simple. Stop killing us. I, if you niggas wouldn't be out in the street doing a motherfucking Macarena, if you niggas <laughs> was not killing us, if we was out here protesting, bitch, you, a few hip movements is not going to make me forget that you niggas is killing us. Understand? Yeah. Okay. Y'all can dance till the sun come up. <laughs> y'all still killing us. Or kneeling with us and, you know. Shut up. After y'all doing all of that, y'all whooping our ass and macing us. and Right after the camera ass, go off. Soon as the camera. And scene. You niggas <laughs> out here doing the most. Love, no, for That's real. in the daytime. Come nighttime, it's, it's war. In the nighttime. It's war. Oh, yeah. That's some real shit. I always find it funny that they always put those videos. You never see those videos when there isn't an uproar in America mm-hmm. about someone getting killed. It's never like on a random Tuesday you see a police officer, you know, patty caking with the people in the neighborhood. It's always they always put those videos out when we're mad about them killing one of us. <laughs> then it's patty cake, patty cake. You know, we now, now you want to show officers <laughs> on grand or something throwing hoops to the kids in the neighborhood. <laughs> right, they down on grand <laughs> doing the most. No, selling, no. Uh, buying cupcakes from the uh, no. cupcake stand. Or, no. uh, and what people fail to realize, some of these videos be old as fuck. This and they not true. even from the current time. This is really sad because that shows how many times we've been in this fucking shit <laughs> for people to be trying to... Uh, who said this? Copaganda. I think that was uh, 
go out there for a thousand. I am. Um, I don't even know who that is. A rapper, rapper. <laughs> What's um, his name? <laughs> I, I'm getting like, old. What? Anyways, anyways. Gobble uh, what? Uh, <laughs> but copaganda where y'all trying to where y'all like trying that. to show the narrative of the cops that ain't true like it's not true it really isn't because i never true. i never see none of the cops that's uh pulling me over for a seatbelt ticket uh double dutching with me as they give me this goddamn ticket no they like no bitch you had your seatbelt on here's this like, ten dollar ticket go. as i harass the shit out of you when i pull you over and run your plates a million yeah. times i know it's so funny man Oh, geez. It's been so much going on out here in these streets. Hey, man. So much going on. Well, uh, I guess we have to go here. Your president been on TV. He been saying a lot. Too much. He really... I thought more people were going to riot after he got on TV yesterday. And he uh, pretty much... So the unemployment rate one day was at almost 50 million one day and then Mm -hmm. the next day we had all of the media trying to spin it and say oh it went up to 13 or we we dropped a little and went up you know and then the president gets on tv and he's all yeah you know george floyd would be happy because the unemployment rate is down (laughs) i'm like what bitch what are you kidding me right now (laughs) i was like did he just say that he said it he did. I was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> you got the hiccups, y'all. Sorry. Agent Orange is on it, man. He needs to go. <laughs> I, you know what? You know what? As much as I talked about Joe Biden, and as much as y'all know I can't stand his ass, I might have to be there in November to vote for this motherfucker to get this guy out. Mm. Y'all do know y'all can still write Bernie Sanders. <laughs> you keep though. saying that. Yeah, nobody's going to be doing that, man. If enough people vote for him, he can still be here, guys. I mean, I want to be positive on that, but... Do you see how many people be out here at these Trump rallies? They showed one tonight, and it was like yes. a gazillion people there. We live in Missouri, yes, Kiara. I know, I know. That's where the people be showing up. Like, <laughs> maybe yeah, look, droves. look, they they had a protest for Black Lives Matter here at uh, uh, St. Charles, O'Fallon, where they needed to have mm-hmm. them. All yeah. the hot spots here, yeah. you already know. And right after the protesters did they thing here come the MAGA motherfuckers mm-hmm. right behind them yeah. i actually just see i went to uh 7-eleven down the street from my house and i see a motherfucker in there with a MAGA hat i'm like uh, god damn <laughs> i uh, stepped in here at the wrong time uh, yeah well at least like you said earlier at least we know where you stand yeah let me get the hell out of here for you ring my neck up and you know <laughs> get me drag me in the back of your truck or some shit i just came down here to get some uh get some water real quick you know what i mean Mm. step out i don't know (sighs) i don't know how i would react if i saw a person in a maga hat you haven't seen anybody i haven't seen anybody you ain't going to the right person i see them all the time man you live in a little bit more of a um diverse area where you would see that I live in nigger land, so I ain't you saying You said it shit. like it ain't niggas over I, here. I live in true nigger land, so well. I ain't, 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 ain't nobody coming over there wearing no fucking mega hat. I'll sure you that. You gonna get your ass Girl. beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a fact. <laughs> I, it depends. Well, you know, I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. 
I'm in the middle with your cousins. I live, I live with all your cousins. So your cousins. It's a little deeper. Not, your cousins going to be like, excuse me? It's a little deeper. Excuse me? It's a little deeper. It's a little deeper. I, I, you know, I, I, I have definitely seen them. Sometimes I'm close to my house when I see the MAGA hats and sometimes I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'm over in the other county that's close yeah, to me yeah. with all the MAGA supporters. And they be out. It's always men. It's always, it you know. It is always men. Or I see them driving past with the, you know, the magazine. They feel like they, they macho enough to Hell wear yeah. it. And then as soon as you get in their face or say something, they cry white tears. They ain't finna do a goddamn thing. They not. They not. They not. They think they got the balls to do it, and they don't. Hey, man, y'all have y'all MAGA hats, okay? Y'all do whatever y'all do. Y'all stay over there, and I'm going to stay my black ass right over here. I just came in here to get some chips and some water so I can get back on to my house because it's hot as fuck outside. That's it. But, man, we living in some crazy times, man. Some crazy times. I don't know what to tell you. Y'all better get out here and uh, do what the old folk like to say. Vote. What you feel man. about that rhetoric? Uh, people love to say that. Uh, get out here and vote because that's going to change. I hate that people, in theory, it's great because, of course, if we have more black people in power then we're able to really focus on and, and, and ideally, um, you know, focus on black issues and resolve all the black things. But that's not how it works. It really doesn't. That's not how it works. Usually when black people are put in a space of power, look at fucking Barack Obama, they still be rated. I can't just work for the black people. I got to work for everybody because y'all know y'all like to say all lives matter. Um, <laughs> You know, I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be the representative for everybody. I gotta be the president for everybody. I gotta be the the state councilman for everybody. I can't just focus on the issues that I came here to to support. I can't do that. We don't have that privilege because if we do, then we're like, oh my goodness, are you just for the black people? Oh my goodness, they're they're divisive. Oh my goodness. So it's a different. It it it's so different. It's, it's easier said than done. Okay? In order for these these constructs to actually change, they got to be cut down and start anew. We have to have black... We do have to have black people in legislation, but it has to... The whole construct got to fall down. Okay? I can't... I, I can't just put a black person somewhere and then think that's going to change everything. No. We got Barack Obama for eight years, bruh. And people still eight. got killed by the police while eight. he was there. And we still have the same problems going on yeah. before he was president and after. It's kind of like that one black boss at, at, at the job. Okay? They I mean, the they, one black they boss. Do, they do what they can while they got they but got it's still the time. A, a system. They try to, but it's a system that's yeah. bigger than them that's pulling the strings. Right. The the sneaky white Steve still in charge. <laughs> still in charge. I ain't said sneaky white still Steve in, in a while, but they still in charge, yeah, yeah. yo. It's a white man's world. <laughs> what did what did Pac tell you? I don't know, man, but we gotta do something, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, I saw a lot of your uh your 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 restaurants and your institutions over there in good old Ferguson mm-hmm. were upset that they elected their first uh black mayor over there a lot of them are saying because there's a black mayor we pulling out we ain't coming back over to ferguson what do you think about that did you see that the niggas wasn't over there no way the 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 veteran folk said that hospital over there 
the animal hospital that's in Ferguson. The animal hospital, bro. <laughs> I know, right? Along with some other bars that I saw, uh, also said that. Ain't shit over there anyway. That's what I keep saying, too. Who gives a fuck? Take y'all motherfucking monkey asses off. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're on it today, boy. Like, what the fuck? Go, bye. I know. Like, it's coronavirus. You niggas ain't making no money no way. Bye. <laughs> ain't nobody sitting in no fucking bar. Quit trying to raise... Quit trying to blame this shit on some shit that ain't got nothing to do with it. You niggas losing money. Now you want to say, oh, we're pulling our business out of Ferguson. Bitch, your business was going out of business. I know, because it's so much booming over there Girl, right now. Girl, ain't shit. If y'all go over there right now, I ain't know. shit. It's dark as fuck. People are down at the Leeds. People down, <laughs> down at the... <laughs> Down at the fucking Walmart, if it ain't closed. Kathy's kitchen, the only one making money. Girl, That's about it. Shut the fuck up. I know that. When I saw that. Mayor. Racist ass. When I saw that post, I was like, are you kidding me? Are you really kidding When they weren't in the house, they weren't they in the house. They might be having them they hats come, over there in the other I area. dare somebody wore a, a, a hat in Walmart on West Force. I dare somebody. I said, I said. <laughs> they in the house wearing that no, shit. No, I said. There's a certain area where all your cousins is in Ferguson, and then there's an area where up in the back in the cut up there in Washington, Elizabeth, <laughs> when you drive down past McClure, you get up there to the, the where the community center mm-hmm. is, where all the the, the your, your white brethren, you go get some MAGA hats over there. No, now over by by now over by where you said no, they ain't gonna come over there. <laughs> <laughs> they is not gonna come in that uh, Walmart. <laughs> I wish. <somebody laughs> They might get beat up on the parking lot, child. They might not even make it out the car. They die. They die. And I don't blame y'all. They die. Go to town. They die. If you bold enough to do it, you bold enough to take the consequences to go with it. If you bold enough to go in Walmart with a fucking Mac hat on, man. And that Walmart. And I've actually seen... The Walmart. I don't think I've ever seen a white person in that Walmart. Honestly, <laughs> no white people. The white people don't go to that one over there. Even the poor white people. I ain't seen no white person in that Walmart. Anytime. I see white people and in that Walmart. And let me tell you, I don't go to that Walmart often. Okay? <laughs> we know why. That's probably two <laughs> times that I went. And both times I was in, in, a, in, like, in a hurry, so I needed to hurry up. I think it was like I had to get Madison, like a Lunchable or something. You live shit. across the street. Like, you don't go man, over there. Man. I understand why, though. I, I get it. We ain't going to expose him on the podcast, but I understand why. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. It's, it's actually... Let's do away with Walmart. How about we just do away with all of them niggas? I hate them. I hate Walmart. I hate them with a passion. I read an article this week. They talking about uh, taking the guns out of the stores and some of the Walmarts in certain neighborhoods. And you know what they were trying to say. (laughs) They talking about that one particular over there. (laughs) You know what I mean? You niggas over here, y'all, yeah. y'all don't have the right to get guns, so you of know we're gonna not. take all the guns out, even though of your white, your white brethrens are the ones going to get the guns. Yeah, and they shooting don't up sell everything. guns at that Walmart. Mm-hmm. They don't think about it for a or second. Or the one on Lindbergh. They don't. Mm-hmm. Now I've seen the MAGA hat over there. That one. Oh well. I have. Shocking. He was the only one. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, he was the only one that was that one white time. I said that one, one white, white time. time. <laughs> we got jokes today. Uh, what else is going on before we get up out of here? Oh, we should end the podcast on a lighter note. We haven't done any recaps of Insecure. We want to talk about it? Insecure. And then we're going to get up out of here. Uh, so what happened? Uh, we're behind two episodes, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So let's talk about Molly's episode. So okay. the last time we talked about Insecure, we talked about Issa and her perspective and what, what she had going on and whatnot. We never talked about Molly's episode. So Molly, of course, the episode starts off with her sitting in the bar. We get to see from her perspective that she actually did see Issa coming or about to come into the restaurant, uh, but decide to turn back. And Molly, of course, was sitting at the bar watching her faking like she on her phone and felt some type of way that she didn't come in. Uh, so what you think? Um, I actually liked Molly's episode a little bit more than Issa's. It kind of gave some depth to Molly. Um, I actually related to Molly's episode a little bit because sometimes you do got to do some self-check and be like, you know what? I'm doing the most. Yeah. Um, I do need to, to look inside and I do need to really, really take a moment to see what it is and be accountable for my part in this too. Um, so I actually liked her episode. I enjoyed it. Um, I felt like, hmm, I felt like in a way I was a little more empathetic with Molly in the episode, in her episode, because it was just like, okay, maybe you can kind of see what's, what's going on. She got some, some bigger stuff going on than just her Asa. How so? Just dealing with her past, she called a therapist. She like I'm, I can't let stuff go. I'm having some issues, so it's not necessarily the people that's in her life. It's her. It's her that she has to work on, and a lot of people fail to realize that the reason why the relationships don't work, the reason why your friendships going bad, the reason why you unhappy at work, unhappy at life is because you got some shit going on. Your lens is skewed because. You not seeing the best and greatest situation. You can have all the things that you think you need in in life, and you be looking at it from a pessimistic place because you're not happy. So I mean, I think it did really show that because now Molly has a great relationship. She's doing all the things that she wants to do. She has a great job, and it's just like somewhere there's no balance. So now that there's not balance, now that there is no balance now in this one area of her life now it's like it's seeming more grand so i feel like that's why her and Issa couldn't back, bounce back so quickly i i i did enjoy the episode as well too however i <laughs> when she was sitting in the bar and I'm like, when we saw it from her perspective, I'm like, of course she definitely saw Issa because that bar was empty as fuck. <laughs> so yeah, she definitely saw her turn back around. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't like was the what, her response to that. Like she definitely has never taken a slice or eaten a slice of humble pie and, and apologized to anybody. You could tell because her mm-hmm. own attitude was shitty. Mm-hmm. Like you think that this woman is supposed to talk to you after you decided to go off on her at her event you don't see the wrong in that and even with the episode that's coming on this sunday the trailer of course that we saw she still doesn't see that as an issue but overall i think that molly like you said earlier molly is definitely somebody that i also unfortunately i call her a hater all the time because i still think she's a fucking hater but i can see sometimes how people can be like her like even myself too where it's like you're holding on to stuff and thinking that or you're always quick to react in a negative way at every little thing that happens 
and it's like well why do you always do that similar to like the um situation at um further on in the episode where they're on the trip and we the show purposely showed us the white lady at the um was she white or where were they at mexico or some shit yeah well anyway she looked white so she gonna be white so <laughs> i'm an asshole <laughs> So the the scene with the towel, they purposely showed showed it that way where she didn't ask the white people for their car. We didn't get to see that part, but we saw her reaction and how quick that she reacted to it. It was like, even if it was a moment of racism, she still reacted how Molly usually does, quick to be on the defense all the time, mm-hmm. which is something that she needs to probably work on which is why i'm glad at the end of the episode she did end up calling her therapist because it's like yeah sis you might need to work on some things you're you're very quick tempered and what is going on internally that makes you always react that same way all the time so until she gets to the root of that issue you know you can't be happy like you just said maybe it is you you know what i mean but it was a good episode do you think that before i ask you that I really think that Molly and Andrew are dull. <laughs> That's just my personal opinion. I don't. I, the chemistry is just uh, with them. What do you think? The chemistry is. Uh, I, what is it supposed to be? They're boring to me. See, that's where we also be having problems. No, here you go. Because we go. feel like... No, it's like, just the actors like don't have any chemistry to me. Like relationships are supposed to be... They on the trip. <clears throat> but I've they felt go this out, way about them. They go them. to concerts. They have a good time. They have dinners. They talk. Oh, those things are great. And it's just like, okay, I feel like people don't enjoy the dating part of dating. That's, but that's not what I said. No, you said that you feel like they're dull. Uh, do they you, are dull, dull <laughs> to me. Uh, I feel like... They don't have any chemistry. The chemistry is not there anymore. Them as them. actors? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. okay. I thought you meant them as, like, their characters. No. Okay. But, uh, and I also think it might be how they write them yeah. as well, too. I don't disagree with you in real life, yes. I don't think we should be putting 20 on 10 on where we are in mm. dating. However, I think with them, I'm going to play devil's advocate like you like to anyway. Um, How long have they been? Up to that episode, it's been, what, they're at the fourth mark right four four months three or four months yeah i wouldn't even give them three i would say four to six okay four to five maybe okay okay we'll say four we'll say three to five months okay okay Okay. so at least and and maybe you can you know you've been booed up longer than i have i've been out here dating longer than you have so let me ask you this i feel like in the first three months of course at least the first two obviously you're you're that's the fun shit you're getting to know the person you know all the fun dates all the hot sex we all know that happens in the first two months usually the first three months when you start getting to that three to five month mark i feel like it should be a little more in depth and i feel like with them they still in that one to two month mark where they haven't progressed on to the next level there's they don't have any deep conversation about anything it's super vanilla all they do, all we see them do is go on a date and fuck. People do not spend time having fun in relationships. We automatically think... They do have... Uh, no, 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 no. Mm. Listen to what I'm saying. Yeah, You're you saying, like, 
I, I know, because I'm a woman. I think like this, Yeah, too, we're both so women. What do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm not saying like you're not. Oh. I'm just saying I'm a woman. I don't want to, what I'm about to say, come off like I'm you're so not coming your from a, Jesus, a place of of empathy. Because, I, of course. It's, it's like we, open dialogue. Go ahead. When we, when we go into a relationship, I feel like both people, first of all, people don't never go into a relationship right and be like, oh, do you want to be a boyfriend? Do you want to be a girlfriend? No, no it just happens. Say that. No. So, um... I feel like people don't enjoy the dating phase long enough. You feel like at three months, okay, we got to be talking about what we going to do. We moving in together? We doing this? We got to be serious? No. Have fun. Have fun. If they've been in a relationship three to five months, have fun. They going on trips. They ain't got no kids. They they living it up. Because that's the part that I feel like people just give up so quickly and then you yearning for in the rest of your relationship oh he don't do this no more oh he don't you're supposed to have that continuously through your relationship that's never supposed to stop that fun those moments that the the release the the joking the all of that i feel like that's what this is showing like they're not getting serious really quickly because it's not about getting serious really quickly y'all didn't say serious no, you said they don't, they don't have they don't they don't have no in depth they don't they have no don't. conversation they don't do nothing have fun they, they dating here's where and this is okay let me clarify what I'm saying that's all they do she was saying early on which I thought that that was too early for her to be saying that that he doesn't open up more mm-hmm. I feel like at this point there has to be progression somewhat <clears throat> in the relationship somewhere. They don't have any progression in their dialogue at all. All of it is still at the level of the one to two month range where you're giving the, oh, the fluff answers and, oh, we just have cat, we just fuck. Oh, that's literally all we see them do. They have sex and they just go on dates. Okay. There's, um, but but we can agree to disagree. That's what you should call this episode. <laughs> all, in all, all in all, I feel like what this relationship is going to show Molly, because I don't, I think she is actually going to break up with uh, Andrew or whatever. Why do you is. think that? Um, because sometimes that? relationships show you what it is that you truly want. That's true. Sometimes relationships are here to they help should. you to grow. They should always be helping you learn about you. Right. Because the relationship that you attract for the time of your life they mirror you. So Molly is in an immature state because this Molly is secure with Molly. It's very true. Molly got to get Molly together. So yes. she's not going to be able to progress in a relationship with somebody. I totally agree. Because she ain't right with her. So it's going to be surface level because Molly's surface level with herself. But I don't think it's her that surface level. No. I think he is. Right. Because she also is that same way. They mirroring one, one another. They're mirroring one another. He does It's a surface relationship because... That's what they. That's what they're asking from one another. That's what they're asking. It ain't gonna be deep until it get deep. So I feel like this is at the end of the season. Molly may realize that you know what this is something that really showed me about myself, and this is what I needed to move forward. So I really know what type of relationship I need, and what type of re- how I'm supposed to be in a relationship. Sometimes you get too much, and that's what I feel like they shadowing in this season. Like Molly giving too much. She giving all the information. She's caring too much. She mm-hmm. giving too much energy. She fighting. She doing all these things. She's trying to protect her relationship from Issa. So she ruining her friendship. Right. So it's just like these different things are going to show Molly in a way that, okay, you have to be in tune with your star player at the end of the day before you are able to reach out and try to have true, genuine love with somebody. Right. 
And so that's why it's not blossoming with him because she ain't right with her star player. I just don't put it all on. And maybe that's just, maybe it's, I don't just put it all on her because I definitely think he's still kind of vanilla and giving her vanilla too as well. But it's all on how you look at it, which is why we love this show because it all boils down to everybody's insecure. Insecure. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think that they're going to last long term either because she she needs to work out her issues before she yeah before they you can't you can't be in a serious relationship with someone and you ain't worked out your issues yeah you you, you just can't and it it, it shows because, her because when you got baggage then you putting your baggage on top of somebody else and you're not really seeing them for what they got that they brought and she is gonna wear that motherfucker out because she always got an issue every week. You look at the trailer for this week's episode, you like, bitch. I hate calling women bitches, but a bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? Now you, I would. He, he's so passive aggressive. He's so I shouldn't say passive aggressive. Yeah, he is kind of passive aggressive, but he's so patient, and it's just like that would get on my nerves. Like every week is something. Every week is something. But it might show out that he's for her. That could be a possibility, too. To show that, hey, maybe they are able to grow and blossom together because they're appreciating the relationship part of their relationship. Um, I I just think it's going to show some different perspectives in in relationship life. For sure, for sure. What do you... Ooh, excuse me. Um, (laughs) What do you think about... What did you think about the, the whole scene of... I brought it up earlier when Molly and them were on the, the vacation trip and they got to, or she went up to go get a towel and that whole exchange with the with the clerk and the towel and her reacting and then the brother coming in and giving his key and then playing devil's advocate, which I fucking hate devil's advocate, but <laughs> um, having the conversation about, you know, the Asian experience versus the black experience and then her going off on the brother and him saying what he said what do you think about that scene what are your thoughts i mean i think it's it's real it's valid because now we got a non-white person right who we see as we just had a whole conversation about how white men run everything in this world and now we got a non-white male who also in some regard experiences some injustices in life and you got the quote unquote um angry black woman who's snapping at everything so it's just like it's it's i saw what they were doing kind of trying to give a dynamic of okay well we experience racism too in but in a different way um but like you said earlier here yvonne snapped a little and i that were molly <laughs> molly molly <laughs> she probably sick of y'all molly, <laughs> she molly for snapped real. too quickly before she assessed the situation and she automatically thought it was because you know she was black and so i, I feel like it gave a perspective that that we don't necessarily look at like do other races that are not white also experience these things and not really think of it as a big deal or do they experience it and they call out the injustices as well and we see in that situation they didn't he thought it wasn't a big deal and wanted to be an asshole about it but it's just i think that she was right and wrong in that situation and i'm gonna address the wrong first she she handled it in a typical Molly way by saying, fuck your brother and all that. I personally, you know, and everybody handled things different. 
I personally wouldn't have did that probably. I wouldn't have reacted that way because I know this is someone I'm dating and I know I have to see your brother again if we're going to take this relationship to the next level and be serious with each other. And I just met you today, so I don't know if I would have had that much aggression with you to say fuck you like that. However, where she was right, who the fuck are you, motherfucker? You came, you don't know what happened. You came over here and you trying to tell me, diminish my experience and saying what I felt was racism. You weren't there. You came after the fact. So don't tell me, don't tell me, uh, well, what I experienced. Yeah, what I experienced was wrong. And number two, yes, yes, you're a person that has your own experiences with racism as well, too. But you're still a whitewashed individual. He is definitely the Asian guy in white corporate America that still can hang out with the white people and benefit from their privilege. You get what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. hanging with them uh, as well. Now, where she was also wrong is when she, when, when Andrew said something to the effect of, she said something about Asian people. She, she was saying a lot of racist shit also too in that moment also. She was. And she, that was just as wrong. But what she also said, and, and, and it's the equivalent of a white person saying this, but she said something of when Andrew took offense to something she said, she said, um, no, Andrew, you're not, you're not one of those or you're mm-hmm. not like that. That's just like a white person saying to the the token black person. No, oh, you're not like that. You don't act like that. You're the good Negro. Yeah. You know what I mean? She shouldn't have probably said that. But I did think that that was an interesting scene. Especially how she, she handled it yeah. as well, too. But, Absolutely. yeah. her fucking His fucking brother was being a fucking asshole. Yeah, he was. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the the latest episode and then we gonna get up out of here we'll do some predictions too and whatever else you want to say uh Issa and Lawrence Issa and Lawrence was on this past episode um honestly truly I just think that Issa and Lawrence should uh, embrace the experience of the night or day that they had together and let it go I feel like that was like their their sense of closure for whatever happened. They got to get some honesty and some clarity, like what they really had an eye level one on one conversation because they've let go of their egos. They they're in a better space. They don't feel insecure about where they are. They don't feel like they're not enough. They don't feel like, you know, I can't stand up and look you in the face because I'm holding on to resentment. They're not in a relationship. So I can be honest with you. I can in some ways still care about you but i could be a little more honest because i know that i don't have to go home with you and hear about you and you crying about how i hurt your feelings (laughs) um so i feel like they were able to hear one another right and and sometimes that the calm comes after the storm and i feel like this was a moment where they found some closure and they were able to find some calm after the storm you know Issa did cheat so it was like a whole blow up and whole thing and then now you get to the moment and you get to the real truth and real of, of what was what. What was what was you really feeling? What was, was this? What can I be accountable for? So I feel like they they can come to, again, some closure. Find some closure on both sides. I agree. I don't necessarily want Issa and Lawrence back together like a lot of people. Although I think that that's what the show is trying to indicate. Um, Eh, uh, name the episode agree to disagree <laughs> but um i think that i don't sometimes some chapters are done and i don't like when tv shows and movies and society 
plays on the fact that will they, won't they shit. Sometimes, again, in real life, motherfuckers in a chapter, and it's mm-hmm. just that. It's just that. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's over. It ain't coming back. It, it sucks, but sometimes it it, it, that's just how it is in mm-hmm. life. Um, but I agree. I, I thought that was good closure. I like that both of them were able to have a very mature and open dialogue with each other and say, you know, this is this is what happened. But it took them to grow and mature and get to that space and i always call fucking lawrence an ashy ass nigga and i'm gonna explain real quick why i call him an ashy ass nigga because not he did he test condola at some point oh he talked to condola did he talk to condola yeah he did in the episode but that's not why i was gonna call him an ashy nigga i don't personally think he should have called her and been texting her but he was honest with Issa and said yeah this is i'm talking to yeah i didn't like when he called her when she went to the bathroom when they got back to the house it's like bro that's just rude like yeah. you know you about to have sex with this woman you could have just well no that was before Issa said she was gonna stay taking my point i wasn't even going there dang Kira, you're taking my point somewhere else but no that's not why i call him an ashy nigga the reason why i call lawrence an ashy nigga is because he never wanted to address why Issa got to that point he never wanted to take accountability yes he did you gotta no, watch the episode no, back no no he no, did no, 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 no 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 let me finish my thought um I'm saying he finally got to a mature space now, which is what I liked. He finally said, you know, I was in a rut. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. It took him a while to get to that level. At first, back in the day, uh-uh. he was an ashy nigga because he never wanted to admit that part. But we also have to break down your ego and mature. Kill that pride. Kill that ego so you can get to that next level and say, yeah, I was wrong. X, Y, and Z. He's still an ashy nigga, though. Um, but other than that, I thought this episode was really good. It's yeah, probably I like one of my episode. favorites of the whole season. I can't wait season. to see this. this week it gave episode. me all the feels that I needed and made me want to like, be in a relationship. Oh, <laughs> they having a great day. I know. And then after that great oh, day, that's when all the bullshit comes back. Because it's like, Kendoma. we didn't resolve not a, we didn't resolve not a motherfucking thing. We, we in two different spaces. But oh, no, we what? still, whoa, 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 what? we didn't resolve a motherfucking thing. What is I we? Still Who is cheat. we? No, I'm just saying. This is a great blissful moment, but I'm if, to understand. That's what if I'm they asking. if they go back into a relationship, the same things will present themselves because they didn't resolve it. I feel like they are in two spaces in their lives. Issa still cheated, right? I feel like Lawrence is at the place where he might lose his job. So what's to keep them from going back in the same situation if they really have not healed from that before? And well, I they did. Like, I thought this was closure. This was. I just feel like this was an episode of closure, and that's what they needed. I think that they did heal from the situation. They finally both had to put their cards. If they are to get back together, it would be not that I want them back together, but to 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 say against what you're saying here, I did think they had closure. Yeah. She said. It wasn't necessarily about him. You think it was about the person that I cheated with. And everybody has their situations of why they cheat. But it wasn't about Daniel. It would have been any person because we weren't in a good space because of X, Y, and Z. You made me feel unwanted because you were in a rut. You were depressed. You weren't contributing. And then he, on his side, said, yes, you're right. I was insecure. I was depressed. You were getting up and going to work. I didn't, you know, it was, I was so sad. I almost went back home and we all know if you go back home <laughs> you definitely depressed <laughs> you down and bad. bad but sometimes you have to do that i'm not diminishing people that have to go back home um or if you get to that point in your life because it just happens but i felt like that was enough closure for them to start a new if they are going to go into the 
uh, a new relationship. Yeah. yeah, he got yeah. something else in another city. You know, what I'm saying a job opportunity possibly. So yeah. maybe. But I agree ultimately in saying I don't want them back together because again things end and that's okay and this was a perfect way to close it yeah. and I think with Issa I don't think she want them back either at least not right now because of the like, way she left I feel like how this show is being written Molly and Issa are going through the same thing in yes. two different spaces in their lives Issa's going through it with somebody who she's already been in a relationship with and right. Molly's going through it with somebody who she's newly in a relationship with finding out what is what's what deciphering what's real and what's not so that you are able to move forward i do think that <clears throat> i feel like Issa and lawrence will be great together now like who they thought you know how people you think like if you have these things or if you have enough money or if you really have all of the ideal life that it's gonna be perfect and it's right. not that's not how things work no Sometimes relationships are here to get you to your next level of ascension and your next level of life. And maybe that's what Lawrence and Issa were for each other because they pushed each other to be the greatest versions of themselves. Yeah. Lawrence, after they broke up and he cheated, after Issa cheated on him, he went out and got a great tech job or whatever. He got up and did what he, he got up been and doing at the time. Exactly. Yeah. And it, Issa, <clears throat> it pushed her to really find out who she was and find some independence outside right. of a relationship and, and really figure things out on her own. Um, and so I feel like maybe now that they've had that experience and they really have had to push themselves, maybe they can come back together. But then sometimes it's like, like you just said, some things have to come to an end. Unfortunately, yes. And this is, you have to accept that, okay, this was a part of my life that catapulted me to where I needed to be. It gave me the motivation. Yeah. Because I was in a relationship stagnant. Right. I know so many people, married people, single situationship people who are stagnant in relationships because they are so complacent with being in a relationship. Right. Just because. Just because I got this person at home at night or, oh no, I can't let this person go because what they gonna do? Oh my goodness, I would hurt their feelings. And but you holding yourself back and you holding that person back because right. y'all both just at a standstill. Sure. So I feel like that's how her and Lawrence were. They was complaining, they was self loathing, they was like just in this bad space. And not addressing each other. And not addressing each other. Yeah. Talking to everybody else, doing the most. And it's just like as soon as something happened And they were very young too. Let's also not forget that. As soon as something happened, yeah. now y'all done catapulted and gone into the right direction. So I mean I What a coulda shoulda da 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 well, um, what you think about Condola? Then we get into predictions. I think Condola is not gonna go away. No, she don't want to. I, I think she's gonna be with... like, oh my gosh, Lawrence, I had to... <laughs> I figured out that I love you and I want to be with you forever. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, because she was showing texting him a lot. I'm like, girl, he said yeah. he could have had... he he should have just yeah. ignored. I would ignored her. Yeah. Like I already told you. Well, he did well, kind of, he he kinda she, left on red too, yeah. Well, she, well, he found out that he was just a, a sex buddy. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the conversation they were having while he was out with Issa. Yeah. He didn't really say, but he kind of did, but he kind of, she was kind of waiting on him to yeah. come over. He yeah. could have said, I'm not sure I'm about busy. tonight. I'm busy. Let's yeah. try to do it another night. Yeah. But he handled it just like fucking ashy ass Lawrence. Like, <laughs> it was just kind of rude. But he's, but I don't want to call him ashy in this moment because he's single. You know what yeah. I mean? We don't know what that situation is. Oh, well, he said it w- earlier in dinner to Issa. Like, we're not together. We're just kind of in that awkward stage of when you kind of break up with someone and you still talking to them. 
cordially, but we're not <laughs> cordially. <laughs> But we really not talking. But we really not talking. But we yeah. we we still talk sometimes. But she 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 want them. She want them. She want to be around. I keep seeing people think that they she's pregnant. So maybe that is that'll be a monkey wrench if she's yeah. pregnant. Oh boy, I bet he ain't gonna want to hear that shit. But anyway, got some predictions and we get up out of here. Um, I think, of course, Lawrence and Issa are gonna be in some stage of confusion. Am confusion because they're gonna be like, Oh, that sex was too bomb, and they're gonna be like, Oh, being all in in, in the honeymoon phase, like, Oh, should we really get back in this the, season? Can we, can, oh, should we get back together? Oh my gosh, this is everything that I've been missing. Oh my goodness, I got that old thing back, and so I feel like that's that's gonna be the energy for the, the rest of the season. Like, should I stay or should I go? Oh boy, sounded like a Donnell Jones song. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. Should uh, I stay? Should, should I, I go? go? <laughs> we haven't sang one episode or none this episode that I was waiting for. the love that we share is real. That song is really But I know. <laughs> What's the words? In time, our heart will heal. <laughs> that song is really fucked I'm up. Not <laughs> Are we going to talk about him like stalking that chick in the video? You hear me? He was literally standing in the window while they was on a date. <laughs> Nobody gonna talk about that shit. If I turn around, I'm on a date with somebody new, and my ex is in the window singing <laughs> in leather. You just don't treat me bad. Oh, how I feel so sad. Now when I wanna be, she's crying out to me. How could you let this be? I just need time to see where, where I wanna be. Wherever I wanna be, this nigga literally was in the window. Why he shoot it in the middle? <laughs> I don't mean to hurt you, baby. And on that note, this has been the trip podcast. <laughs> y'all be easy out here, yo. <laughs> oh man, I don't mean, girl, join the spiritual.